You're listening to a Philadelphia Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philadelphia sports experience. Softly, ooh, get them on me, try to crucify me like I'm Jesus, the way she crossed me, I'm too bossy and too thorough to move like a weirdo, on point like an arrow, we started off with zero, now I'm seeing M's, diamonds like water and they jumping out the gym. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode three of Trust the Podcast. My name is Luke Arcani and I'm here with Leon and we are here. Recording on, I believe today is April 19th, uh, which is the day after the Sixers took Game 3 versus the Brooklyn Nets with a final score of 131-115. to 115. Um, Last night was a, was a very, very exciting game. Uh, lots of doubts before the game due to the Embiid um, game-time decision to not play due to his knee soreness. Um, obviously, who... Um, who replaced him wasn't wasn't our ideal, but we got the job done in the end. That's all that matters. Not about what happens during the game. It's all about the final score. So, Leon, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm super excited after last night's win. You know, um, we we saw the flip. We saw the script. I'm sorry, completely flip um, from game one, where we saw the offense completely struggle. Um, only 102 total points, as you can see. And, you know, um, the disappointing performances from uh, Ben Simmons, nine points, J.J. Redick, five points with the foul out, two for seven. Just really, like, abnormal things from the Sixers in game one. So um, seeing them come back in games two and three, that was just completely uh, completely ridiculous, honestly. Um, but, uh, you, know, you know, the addition of Joel Embiid uh, – uh, you know that that made a big uh, that made a big shift uh, from the end of the regular season drought. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we obviously see how important uh, Jarrell Embiid is to this team. Um, game one, what did he have? Um, even with our lousy play in game one, he still did uh, finish the game with twenty two points uh, and fifteen rebounds. So big play from him, and obviously we we wouldn't have been anywhere in that game without Jimmy Butler, uh, who finished with thirty six points. And fifty percent from the field. Um, so Leon, what? Um, obviously, that that first game wasn't uh, wasn't ideal. wasn't our best way to start the series. But what was a big positive that you uh, uh, took out from that game? Sorry, what were the? Sorry, uh, what was the main positive that you um, took out from from um, game one? Okay, so the main positive that I took out from Game 1 is we saw a struggling Joel Embiid from the field, but what was so interesting is that the guy still ended up with, what was it, 20, 25 points? 22 points yeah, um, on just 5 for 15 shooting, and that just shows that the free throws are so big for him. He gets to the line at the second highest rate in the league behind you-know-who, James Harden. Um, so he, he shot a pretty bad percentage from the field, 30% from the field and 0 of 5, 0% from three. Yet, you know, he goes to the line and he makes 12 of 18. Like that's pretty good. Um, and 18 free throws, like for a center, you know, that is just, that is just aggressiveness at its finest. And in a, in a game when he's struggling, you know, he's still managing to put up points on the board. And then obviously, you know, the obvious was Jimmy Butler. He just went off, uh, you know, made 50% of his field goals. Played 30, 40 minutes for the team, nine rebounds, just aggressiveness and playoff experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a big a big key that I'm looking at right now, the stats, um, very questionable move by uh, um, by Brett Brown. 
the guy that was struggling the most, in my opinion, that night um, was absolutely uh, Tobias Harris. Um, and he played the most minutes oh, right. out of everyone. That surprises me. That surprised you at all? I just saw that now because it was minutes where um, Tobias had 41 and then it was Jimmy with 39. That was just – I mean, just... Toby, I mean, like people might not think of him this way. But, like, like a lot of players who play the way he does, you know, a lot of outside shots, he is, in fact, streaky. So, you know, coming in first day of the playoffs, he probably was due for a bad game. And that's exactly what we saw. You know, he only took seven shots, so it's not a big sample size. But, like, you know, he only made two, and that's what happens to good basketball players. That's life in the NBA. Um, and then, you know, flip, flipping the script the way he did in games two and three, that shows why, you know, he is in all-star contention. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, starting – Game one, game one, finishing with four points, then finishing game two with 19, then finishing last night exactly. with 29. That just shows the type of play. Um, another great thing from game three, by the way, was the 16 rebounds that Tobias put up last night. Uh, with the absence of MB, we needed someone to really step up. That was not Greg Monroe, um, and it was him, which was which was very good. Tobias was very uh, very impressive last night. Um, on Absolutely. the f- on the flip side, though, um, game one was a big game for D'Angelo Russell. Um, he did put up 26 points. He did do it on 25 shot attempts, um, but still very impressive for a player who's been having a very um, low-key MVP season, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. No, So D'Angelo Russell, I mean, he, he, he is like even – even playing in his first playoff series of his career, you know, he has just kept it going for the regular season, which is really admirable. The guy's going to be a star in the league for a while, and you're seeing that. And although the Nets may be eliminated in the first round uh, this year, you know, expect to see D'Angelo Russell killing teams in the playoffs for years to come. Um, he's going to be a really exciting player, and the Nets are going to be a really exciting team. Absolutely. So now moving on to game two, the Sixers um, – had a little fire in them, came out in the first half, didn't play their best basketball in the first half, uh, went back into the locker room, got absolutely screamed at by Brett Brown, came out and put up 51 points in the third quarter and took game two by a final score of 145 to 123. Um, Leon, definitely one of the uh, one of the most impressive wins by this team I think I've seen all year. Um, and B with 23 and 10. Bam with a triple-double, Redick with 17, Harris with 19. It was impressive. It was very impressive. Mike Scott off the bench with 15, um, Marjanovic with 16. Just all-around play with this team, um, all-around play from the guys, the bench stepping up big in game two. What did you um, bring out from that game? Cool, cool, cool. So game, game two was awesome, man. So – what we saw from game two was like, of course, the Brett Brown halftime speech was great. The Nets came. It's important to remember that although the score was blown wide open in the second half, the Nets came out firing in the first half once again. Um, the Sixers were struggling to weather that storm. But then at the end of the day, the defense was huge in the second half. You know, like if you look at, if you look at the Nets uh, stats, you know, none of the starters really were able to do much except for D'Angelo again. No one cracking double digits except for him. Um, and he only had a modest 16, so that was big. But then, of course, the big thing was the offense. Toby showed up. 
Step, uh, he, you know, he, he shot five of 12 from the field for 19 points, seven of seven from the line, um, and beat his normal 23 and 10 boards. And Jimmy Butler, um, actually struggled from the field, uh, three of 10, but then a plus 27, um, he played some awesome defense down the stretch. Um, and it really just came together for them. Mike Scott, um, hit, hit three threes off the bench. Um, same goes for Bobby, eight of 14 from the field. Um, it all really just came together, together for them on the offensive end. Um, and some clutch stops. Uh, yeah, man, absolutely. Um, I think that w- one of the most impressive things from this game was absolutely uh, the plus minus. Um, of course. Harris with a plus 30, Embiid with a plus 26, Ben Simmons with a plus 23, Jimmy Butler First with a – topic, who's your favorite character? Hey, now. I'd say Linda. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, with a plus 27 for Jimmy um, and a plus – what is it? Twenty three here. Uh, or no, sorry, a plus eighteen for Reddick. Um, that's impressive, man. Uh, you don't see that a lot. Um, so for all five guys to have that big of an impact on game two was huge, absolutely huge. Awesome. So I guess we can move on to game three here. Um, game three yep. just just happened last night. Uh. The Sixers won a nice one, uh, a nice – I wouldn't say a stress I, – I guess it was a stressful game at first, but I remember one of the guys in Sixers Nation texted us last night. He was like, I'm really hoping for a non-stressful game. I can't do this tonight. Um, and that's what they gave us um, towards the end uh, with a final score of 131 to 115. Um, very great game last night from the boys. Um, Tobias played a great game with um, – he finished 11 for 19 from the field with 29 points and 16 rebounds. Ben Simmons, um, probably our Sixer Nation player of the game, with 31 points, four rebounds, nine assists, 11, thir- 11 for 13 from the field. Uh, also with another 26 points from J.J. Marjanovic put up 14 with with eight boards also. Um, this was one of my favorite wins, um, definitely, that they've had all year just to watch how they've keep kept bouncing back and all the players that struggled uh, in the first game have kept getting better since then. Absolutely. You know, th- as you said, this was the game of Toby. Toby was all over the place. Uh, the number that jumps out, obviously it was the six for six from downtown. The guy was just hitting threes with confidence mm-hmm. in the stroke of the offense. Um, he wasn't backing down and he, he was just nailing him. He wasn't afraid to take him. No hesitation. Um, and then also a number that jumps out to me that I didn't even notice watching the game was the 16 boards. The guy was just everywhere. Um, he was up on the glass, plus 23, of course, in the plus minus, and uh, all ended up in 29 points. So a good luck from him. And then Benjamin Simmons, 11 of 13 from the field for 31 points. I would call that an I would call that an average game. Just kidding. Yeah. It was awesome. He's a, I don't know, man. He's average, but very average. You know. Jared Dudley, Very you're average. a bum. I had to say it. You're a bum. Of course. Um, what, not, yeah. not too good. Not too just good. those comments. Um, just funny because, I don't know. I love when players like that just just say that and they can't back it up. I don't know. It's funny. They're Just all funny because Jared Dudley is Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley did also put up, uh, if I'm not wrong, I believe he put up zero points last night. Um. And did Correct. It, did and, it, uh, did nice, it. A, a sweet air ball too. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say uh, that that air ball really just made my night. To be completely honest with you, um, 
I don't I, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't I don't too know good. It wasn't. Anyone saw Did the uh, the poster from? They put up yes. a missing Ben Simmons sign, and then they changed it after the game with all of his stats, and it said, um, "Please contact Jared Dudley if you see him." Yeah. Um, so that was great. I like that. I like yeah, that. I like that the propaganda. Was, that was um, so as we currently stand, it is Friday, April. 19th, uh, the Sixers currently hold a 2-1 lead in the series, and they will resume play uh, Saturday, April 20th at 3 o'clock. Should uh, we talk some Game 4? Versus the Nets for Game 4. Hey, I'm down. Let's talk some Game 4. So that game will be Saturday at 3 o'clock. Um, that'll be Game 4, so that'll be the second of the two um, of at three at the, at the Barclays Center. Um, who... Um, didn't impress me last night. They that last night the Brooklyn crowd really really didn't show me anything last night. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, let's 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 be real. They're they're new to the playoffs. They'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out eventually. I don't know. But uh, they're they're gonna be there for a while. So props to them. Props yeah. to Coach Atkins. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they've been playing some really good basketball this season. Um, but I just don't. I just truly don't think it's it will be anywhere close to being enough to beat this Sixers team. Um. Currently, uh, for oh, no. the injury report for Game Four, uh, currently the main guys uh, just for the Sixers will be Joel Embiid is has a day to day status, uh, and same thing for the Nets with Ed Davis. Um, it's just sitting on the on uh, on the day to day too. Uh, currently, over under sits at two thirty three. What's your uh, what's your uh, opinion on that there? Two thirty three. Um. So Game Four. Um, obviously the Sixers would love to have Embiid uh, down low, but if they don't, let let the offense go, play loose. You know, let let the shots come in the flow of offense, and don't be scared to shoot a lot of three pointers. I mean, Absolutely. when the guys get going, everyone gets going. It's contagious. The team showed last night that they can in fact win without JoJo. So um, let them play. You know, the Brooklyn Nets they don't have anyone that's too worrisome. Um, down low that creates a matchup problem with Joel Embiid out. So in the case that he takes another game of rest, um, run it back. They, they did it. Exactly. And I, I don't even think um, a game of rest would be bad at, at, at this point because um, we agree. saw we saw that we can beat them without him. Um, so if it was still like a little sore and he was hesitant, I would absolutely not play him game four and just have him healthy game five ready to play. Um because yeah, Joel uh, I mean, Embiid is your leader of your team. Um, you you you'd love to uh, you'd love to play him, but it, it is a long term decision. Um, hopefully, hopefully you know this knock on wood. The Sixers are in the second round, and we're definitely going to need him healthy for that. Absolutely, um, and yes, currently as we sit on Friday, there are three more games um, tonight. Uh, the Raptors Magic is a seven o'clock game. Uh, the Celtics Pacers. That will tip off in Indiana at 8.30, and then Trailblazers Thunder in OKC at 9.30. Um, out of those three games, which ones are you most excited for? Because that Raptors I mean, Magic, I've been loving watching that, and I've been loving watching Dame versus Russ. Oh, my God, yeah. So, um, I mean, Dame versus Russ, part three in Oklahoma City, am I right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so Dame has just been awesome. I mean, he, this is nothing new. Um, I love Dame. Um, but like this sort of comes back to the whole, like, why did the Thunder sign Westbrook to that huge extension? That's a huge debate, and we can't really get into it. But, like, he may not be a winning player. 
and Dame Dame might be proving that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we definitely don't need to talk about that. Me and Curtis talked about way too much Russell Westbrook last episode. So oh, enough yeah, for man. me to There's a lot enough a lot for my head that. to explode. I hate that guy, man. I hate him. Um, but not Curtis Russell Westbrook. That's what I hate. Um, but. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, um, definitely the Raptors magic, um, Raptors came out a little flat in game one, as did the Sixers, uh, and the magic, um, they took one from them. They like absolutely just went into Toronto and they beat them. Um, DJ Augustine hit that game winner. Um, obviously the Raptors answered back in, in, um, game two, but heading into Orlando for game three tonight, I could see a potential upset there. I don't know. I'm I'm scared of Pascal, man. That guy's good. Yeah, he is good. He's a very good ball player. Um, and then also the game in between in between the two games that we've talked to, um, the the team we hate the most, the Boston Celtics versus the Indiana Pacers. Um, in Indiana, the Celtics currently hold a two zero lead. Um, that game will tip off at eight thirty on ABC. Um, no injured players for those games, so that's just going to be a. Sh- um, it's a regular basketball game tonight. I'm excited to watch uh, the Celtics game tonight. Definitely. Do a of little course, sound. of course. You know, like Boston Celtics, as much as I hate to say it, it's a straight shot for them to the second round. Um, yeah. We've seen seen that the Indiana Pacers top off at a certain point, but keep an eye on Boston Milwaukee because that should be a movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then Saturday, uh, along with the Sixers, will be um, Nuggets Spurs at 5:30. Bucks Pistons at eight and Rockets Jazz at ten thirty and the Sixers will kick off that day at three o'clock. Um, and we did talk about right before that we were going to yes. talk about uh, one big upset that we were we're, big upset. we're we're looking to see in the series. And right now, the the seven seed San Antonio Spurs currently have a two one lead against the Nuggets heading into their building for Game Four. And Leon, I'm not gonna lie. I could see this game. I could see this series out in six. I could see the Spurs taking this series in six. I was watching actually last night the Spurs because I I love the way the Spurs play. You know, they don't have any flashy players, but they just go out and ball. They play defense. They shoot the ball well. And Derek White is having himself a series. I oh, mean, yeah. that guy's that guy played Division two basketball and is starring for the Spurs in the playoff series. So watch out for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's been really impressive. Um, and obviously, you know, you have one of the best players in the league. In, um, uh, um, sorry, uh, DeMar DeRozan, uh, who put up last night, put up of course. 25 points, 50% from the field. And Derek White puts up 36 points, 15 for 21 from the field, man. That's impressive. 36 Division. bomb, yeah, for him. He's Division good. Two um, and, of course, the, awesome. there are a bunch of series that are turning out the way we we thought they would, uh, one of them being Bucks pistons I probably wouldn't watch that series if it was in my backyard. Yeah. No, um, no. So, yeah, so the playoffs, some, some surprises, some not surprises for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, and that's usually how the playoffs goes. You know, you always have your, your one series that always is an upset, and then you always just have your ones that are locks. Um, so, yeah, man, other than that, Guys, we just wanted to um, have a uh, quick episode out for you after the first three games. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed. Leon, man, thank you for joining me. Of course. No problem, yeah. man. Um, so if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Sixers Nation Pod or our main Sixers Nation Twitter at PHL Sixers Nation. 
And you can also like us on Facebook um, at Sixers Nation. Uh, Other than that, it's been Leon and Luke, and we will see you soon, guys. Keep trusting that process. Softly, ooh, get him on me, try to crucify me like I'm Jesus, the way she crossed me, I'm too bossy and too thorough, the move like a weirdo, on point like an arrow, we started off with zero, now I'm seeing M's, diamonds like water and they jumping.